Oi, mate, there's you. I believe it is. Wicked. You podcasting. You are a legend for doing something so stupid. I mean, it's mental. They're going to murder you. This is a bit of news from the other side of Woodward as the soul of Detroit announced the hiring of their new podcaster and investigative reporter, MLL. Oh! I know that AML Soul of Detroit is going to give you everything they got, win or lose. All tie. Right, y'all do ties here. <laughs> That is not paid for by them. That is paid for by the people of Detroit. You are qualified, MLS. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay. You want to go right now? Almost four years ago, maybe, maybe it was five years ago, I crossed Woodward and I came into this studio. And everybody was skeptical. And I put a sign up above the stairs. And it says, uh, Sean, this way to the bathroom. But next to that sign, (laughs) I put up a big sign that says, believe. And I believe that it did did change the face of podcasting here in... in, uh, Has it really been four years? It may be five. We're... This is, I think, our 199th episode, and we had a little bit of a hiatus because the uh, you got in trouble. The the new general manager at uh, at Fox Two, uh, who came into town not knowing anything, thought he knew everything, and he knew how to do podcasting. And he said, "We're going to do podcasting, but you know, I know how to do it. We're going to do it the way that I'm going to do it." When and, does that start for him? Well, and so then they had a little podcast that did nothing. And then many, many years later, as I understand it, his solution to podcasting was we're gonna we're gonna partner with a podcasting network and huh, then we're just gonna we're just gonna do that. And it's like, oh wow, that so you know how to do that. Because that sounds like what, what we had been doing very successfully. So <laughs> uh, you're not resentful at all. Obviously. No, this is just a historical overview. I yeah, just I'm I'm, sounds like. I'm noting it and um, no, hey, believe me, I I love Fox 2. Uh, I still love Fox 2. I love the people there. I love the work they do. And uh, I... Um, the way it ended was ridiculous. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that from my standpoint. Well, I'm I'm glad to be doing what I'm doing. I kind of had, had maxed out there. There wasn't going to be anything new or exciting for me there. You were too big, essentially, <laughs> is what you're saying. By the way, it's too bad we had to start the show. We were, having such a, that, but... we were having such a great conversation. Why did we have to start the show? Well, well we, let's let's talk about it because you yeah, were we're you, talking about coals in my eyes and uh, you know not not hot I've, embers not I've, fire extinguished I've, coals briquettes they were more briquettes that I've given up basically yeah it's like a like a shark's eyes like a doll's eyes dead eyes yeah. and what you're talking about is you found a, a picture and you sent it to Joe and myself right off the bat wondering if we knew who it was and it was it was clearly a young version of Sean. Yeah, and if and then if, Sean seemed you seem very upset that he that he found that picture. Well, I didn't necessarily want uh, you know my partner to post it, but or not? Did he post? You didn't post it though. Did no, you? no, no, no. Yeah. My my par- it was, partner. It was home. Sean's. Oh, yeah. It was Sean's anniversary, and so oh, his his loving and proud wife posted a picture of them, and Sean saw it. And his first reaction was, "Who's that guy with Ann?" <laughs> no, that was your reaction. That's your that's your projection. You know what though? And then he realized, oh, that was me. Just, a, just when a, I was happy and carefree. A, a quick, a quick word about that. A long picture. time ago, there are two things that that 
I think about when I see that picture. First of all, it was taken in Las Vegas at a at the Mirage back when the Mirage was. Yeah, it's a great hotel. We stayed. We were seeing friends there at the Mirage. We were staying at the Sands, which isn't Wayne there Newton. anymore. Yeah, and we saw Wayne Newton on that trip. But anyway, really, we were there for a wedding. Went to Dr. a little. Shane, I've seen little, Wayne Newton at the Sands. Yeah, a little little chapel, whatever. But what strikes me about that picture, and maybe uh, oh, oh, oh wait, 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 you got married at the little chapel? In no, Las I Vegas? didn't. Oh. I one of my closest buds. Uh, wanted to F you to his family. And so went to Vegas to get married. No, I don't know that he wanted to do that to his family, but he went to get, so we joined him in any case in the photo for folks that can't see, which I guess is everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you want it public? No, not necessarily. I didn't think so. But, uh, yeah. So I'm carrying a, you can a, see it a at shoulder Elric bag on Twitter that, and on Facebook. A it's a shoulder bag. Yeah. Right. For, um, a laptop. Although I didn't have a laptop in that days in those days. And I was freelancing and it struck me that I had that in Vegas. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's right. I used to go everywhere with that bag. I had a notebook and pens because, you you know, you always wanted to be ready. And I just, it's, I don't know about you guys, but you look back and you think, God, how did I have that kind of zest and that kind of energy? Because <laughs> I was, when I look at you now, I have the same question. You always want to be ready? I mean, no, I'm but, glad you got over that. No, we're all, just, we're all it was about, just, about four years ago. And I'm like, wow, Sean Windsor had zest and I energy. Still, I still love what I do, and it's and I'm grateful to still have a job and be employed in, in this journalism field. But it's changed a lot in the last thirty years. That was almost basically thirty years ago, and the idea that I would carry a notepad everywhere I went, even to Vegas when I was on vacation to go to a friend's wedding, just in case he came across something and he wanted to, hey, can I pitch this or do whatever? I just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it, it made me kind of long for that energy and the days when journalism was a little bit different than it is now. Well, there's still a lot of opportunities for freelancers. I think there's probably more opportunities now than ever before because so many full-time staff positions have been eliminated, but the hunger for content is as great as it's ever been. But just this idea that there's always a but the possibility of a story everywhere you go. Well, I don't understand why you've lost that. You can still have that. I that took my laptop, and even when I eventually did get a laptop, I took that everywhere, on vacation everywhere. Just, you know, you want to, to be ready. That's more about having an opportunity for a paycheck, because anybody who's been self-employed knows that you never take a vacation. You just lose opportunities to make money. Yeah. Because when you work for yourself, there's no paid vacation. There's just a, a time when... When the cash register isn't going to run. Are you also saying that the fellow in that photo was handsome? I think you're handsome now. Of course, I <laughs> but not in that don't photo? have my glasses You think, you think I've aged uh, like wine a little bit? I think you no, like, exactly like Buddha. The, I, think, yeah, I mean, you have a full head of hair. So and I'm a little that, thinner. Yeah, but it's definitely you. Yeah, no, a few fewer chins, I guess. Boy, I don't know that 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 light, that that beam, that beacon of hope. I still get that. I just maybe not enough not when here. I'm down here in the dungeon. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm still capable of that, you know. You know, I had that in New York last week. I, you know, Columbus the week before, Chicago the week before. You're like my solar array. When the sun's out, it generates energy. When it's in a basement, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, I felt young again with the with the Big Ten tournament and the Spartans run because my son's a student up there at Michigan State, and he was on the trips, and that's never happened before. Where I've been on a work trip, and he was on a work trip because he's a sort of he was a manager with the team a little bit, and um, so that was kind of great. Well, that's a conflict. That's a journalistic. That, that, that was kind of great. He's like the Stephen Izzo of the Windsor family. Does he only get to go to games in the last couple minutes when they're out of hand? Or the uh, Barry Sanders kid? 
Or oh, the Steve Smith kid or the... Uh... Yeah, no, there's lots of uh, yeah, a lot of legacy kids <laughs> up there for sure. That's how the manager program works to some degree, right? So, but... Uh, Wait, what? That's how the what works? The manager program works a little bit. Oh. You know? mm. A lot of them are kids of, of former... Nepotism? Former grads. I thought that kids could get scholarships to be managers. That I don't know. I don't know that anybody's on a scholarship. I thought there was some sort of deal where you could actually my son's not help support your college career by being a manager because those are important jobs. Those guys don't get much credit, but they're the ones. They're very close to the players. The players really rely uh, on them. It, it, Even it, going back to high school, it just depends. It, it, it depends on the year and, and who's there. Like it that. it just it all depends. I know when when my son went to Lincoln earlier in the year, you know he he had to go get uh, sandwiches. For the bus ride to the airport, yeah. Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Not not uh, get a Lincoln from one of the players. Now that they have all that. NIL no, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. No, but that was actually, um, yeah, that was that was kind of cool. That was fun. So, how did he feel when the uh, the game was over? When the season was over? With that, that, that he he texted me because he was uh, in the tournament. You know, he the managers weren't at the, on the bench. You know the. When he he went to the Portland tournament earlier in the year, and then went to Lincoln, and he was on the bench for those games, or right, you know, the second layer of the, of the bench. But for the tournament, they p- put you up. And he he texted me with about three minutes to go in that game against Kansas State, Michigan State, Kansas State in the Madison Square Garden. He said, you know, obviously he wanted Michigan State to win. He said, but just being here in this building, he'd never been there. He hadn't been in New, he'd been to New York once when he was little. He said, I'm just going to savor these next few minutes and. uh and whoever wins wins, but it just—he was so blown away by being in that building and uh, in that city that uh, that he was able to savor it in a way that you know he's a little bit older, he's you know it, it, right. So I think yeah, the makes, COVID year. I think that makes a difference a little bit. There's a big difference between eighteen and twenty-four, right? Oh, nineteen yeah. and twenty-four. Probably six. Well, he's years, in the I tournament. Guess. He's in the players in the tournament. Yeah. It, no. No. For sure. For sure. When we talk about uh, the difference between freshmen and seniors, or even fifth-year seniors, but. But yeah, you you get just even those few years, you can appreciate things a little bit differently, and yeah. So just wait until he gets older and the life is sucked out of him like it's been sucked out of you. Well, it takes about thirty years or so. <laughs> Hopefully, though, he'll be more like the other side of the family where, uh, of the gene pool that he he got. So, hey, have you seen this movie, uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Oh yeah. The, the energy vampire, the Colin yeah. Robinson. Oh, I kind of yeah. wonder I love that if guy. Sean might have gotten bitten by Colin Robinson at some point because he's... If you just tell your kid to wear a garlic necklace and keep some holy water around him, he can keep that energy as the long energy as... energy vampire. Yeah, the energy oh, vampire. I, uh, yeah, it's to the point where I, I cleaned a friend's uh, fridge out a few weeks ago and that felt like a... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that. Oh, that my God. No, no, Fascinating. Don't, we don't need the details. That, no, the point is... No, well, think, the energy vampire say, would give us the details. I gotta oh. say, we kind of need the details on, A, why did you help a friend clean out a fridge? Oh, that's the, the first question. Well, the, the the it's a family friend. The, 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 they were stuck a little bit, right? Is there a so, body in there? No, they were just stuck a little bit. So it's one of those things. But did they get a new fridge? No, but uh, it took it took a while. But or well, how about something simpler? Like so, they don't have a fridge now. They still have a fridge. It looks great. I did a decent job cleaning it oh, out. Oh, so they you're just cleaning out. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. See. Uh, you know, sprayed it down, took out the shelves, all that, made it look because it was. Who, Colin it was, Robinson? It was rather unpleasant. The point is, 
that's where I am in my life, that that feels like climbing Mount Everest. You do something like that, even just doing a load of laundry, it feels like a minor victory. <laughs> well, to those of you still listening, we want to, we want to extend our, our, uh, our never ending gratitude and also thank uh, David Hall of Hall Financial and Luke Nowacki of Pinnacle Wealth Strategies for everything that's about to happen. They, they want to put themselves as far away from what just happened as possible because they're looking forward to a bright future. They see only opportunity and possibility and uh hey no hey you know what i did the other day just real quick oh, before yes, I get I'm dying to know. did you so, clip your toenails oh no, but i have several perhaps uh sand off some bunions <laughs> do you remember His accomplishments so, are amazing so we had exactly we had the we had the ice storm and then a week or two later whatever yeah. we had like the heaviest snow that yeah. i can ever remember yeah we talked about this maybe maybe not on air probably for good reason in any case, well, I'm that, glad we're not missing that opportunity now. That snow, <laughs> making uh, up for lost time. That snow just destroyed trees all over Southeast Michigan, branches, whatever. You see the piles of wood in the yards, is even even now waiting to get picked up. I had a, several arborvitaes that just opened up, split open, looked like yeah, a, a, an inverted octopus. Yeah. yeah. And um, the other day, I got out there with some jute twine and tied them back oh up oh my god i'm turning into sean windsor because i did the same thing this week and i was i felt so mark i felt this is ridiculous i felt so proud I'm scared and they looked colin they, robinson i got them back to their original shape and then i took a saw and and cut off some parts of another tree and bu bundled that up in the brown bin and i just thought oh my god this okay so life's not so bad you were able to do a little something like that when did we turn into npr only worse <laughs> But you know, worse, worse PR. The Arbor this is how it is, though, when you get older. The small little chores that you get through, you feel. I will see. I, I love working in the yard. Like, I'm the same age you are. We just played a, a playoff round volleyball game last night. We went down in the first round you in the, just, against the seventh seed. You just stand. Came back in the second round in the second game. And in the third game, which is a 15 point score instead of more than 20, we rallied and came out of a hole. What do you do? That's, I'm, I'm with you, I don't Sean. know what's you going stand, on with my Arbor Vikings. You stand in the back of a volleyball court and you don't move either that or you're driving to the Riviera and putting together yard beer parties oh. I'm talking about actual work Right, Mark? Yeah, no, I, I love doing yard work. I love getting yeah. dirty. I was carried but, off the court after the volleyball game last night. What, for coaching? <laughs> no, no, I, I actually was badly hurt. But no, What no, were you going to no. say, Mark? I was going to say, heroic. I still see doing laundry as a chore, not climbing Mount Everest. No, no, when you when you are done with it. No, I'm not saying I enjoy it. I'm no, just I saying, hate it. It never stops. Okay, exactly. I don't like doing it's, it. It's the pushing the it's rock. It's Sisyphean, right? It I mean, to use, a, to use a, a mic word. Uh, Sam and Jake, it doesn't have to be this way. I'll just tell you right now, you can break the chain. Mark. Break, break that chain. Tell, tell Mike how good that felt to twine up those yeah, trees and, and hopefully save them. Landscapings, I don't know. Some people like doing it. Some people don't. Uh, Matt, who's watching us on Facebook, says <laughs> Sean has all the personality of a wet paper bag. Thank you, Matt. No amount of twine. Ken Patch, and if if you're not Excuse watching me. us on Facebook, check us jute. out on YouTube. And it was green; that was even better, right? So it it blended in. It the, the arbor it camouflaged if you get the right color. So there you go. Now, see, I used uh, I used a bungee cord, a green pink. bungee cord. Did you use pink? No, I used a green one. Why? Oh, green. I'm just yeah. curious. Just because I wanted there to be some flexibility in it. See, yeah, uh, you're that's next level. <laughs> I don't know. It's you're, also you're allowing it, them to also, grow. It's also a lot easier. Cyrus, take us out. Listener, Cyrus, take me out. Let me say this, listener. It's not. It's not about the arbor. It's, it doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> 
the thing is, if you do something, you get you, it feels good, even if it's just a small thing. Maybe you, for Mike, it doesn't matter. No, I'm I'm biting down as hard as I can on the cyanide capsule in my tooth, and it's not breaking. If it broke, I'd feel good. I'm I'd feel sorry. Better. Okay, let's to get quote back. Sean Windsor. If you do something, it feels good. Let's uh, let's get back to Kwame Kilpatrick. <laughs> Actually, we'll get to Kwame in a minute. By the way, if, oh, I can't wait. If uh, as part of our effort to raise revenue for the show, if anybody has a uh, refrigerator that needs to be defrosted, um, if you have some jam stuck on a uh, on a shelf or, or some sort of to be condiment done. tray, a little, a little worse than that. So, are you sure there wasn't a dead body in there? It smelled like it. This is what Sean's been doing for the last two weeks. Wow. And to think, 30 years ago, he was in Vegas watching Wayne Newton. And who would have thought that a Wayne Newton fan would turn out to be so dispirited? No, because Shane, no, I was uh, in Vegas last summer. I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. So that's how much has changed in the last 30 years. Why am I here? There's no landscaping to be done. There's no laundry. Yeah. He's like, I got my jute cord, but there's no Celine Dion to tie up and stick in my buddy's deep freeze. What do I get? What can I get done here? No, I did find a little fat radish type, rice-ish type place in a little off-strip casino. So that was cool. So I heard, I heard Windsor, Vegas, and stripping, and I'm thinking there's an interesting story, but it turns out it's about rice. It is about rice. Yeah, fascinate me. Well, if you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook, I, I don't know what. <laughs> don't you have a stinky fridge you can get to, or some Arborvitae to rescue? No, 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 no. It's too bad we don't have a guest to talk about being on the periphery as somebody who did something interesting. Whoa. Or shot across the bow. Wow, it's uh Jeez. I guess we haven't had anybody as interesting as that last guest you booked. So I'm sorry. Oh right. That, uh <laughs> you know, I'm bringing in the quotidian stuff. Yeah, sorry about that. Let's talk about your Riviera. No, let's get back to Kilpatrick. Damn, you bust out a thesaurus and some jute cord and some uh some sort of soft scrub to get the gunk off the condiment tray and and somehow it Somehow, all you can do is slur our former mayor, who's uh, you know, who's who's transformed his life by serving, Please. serving the deity. Yeah, he's uh, movemental ministries. That's, uh, that's anyway. It's around. good to be back. <laughs> well, I'm for, for one of us, I guess. But it's it's nice to have you here. I perhaps uh, <laughs> maybe in more of a housekeeping role. I think Drew could use a little tidying up around if you. Uh, if you still have uh, happy to do it, your bucket of rags and uh, happy to do it and stiff bristle brush. This is what we do. We deliver, uh, yeah, goodwill. Um, we we do. Um, in between, you don't you don't have anything between to, odd jobs. You don't have anything to say. Well, no, I well, want I want to talk about the Kilpatrick thing, which was part of uh, ML's article. But now I feel bad about it. She made me feel bad. No, don't, don't no, don't worry. Five years of that's not enough. It's no, this is, but see, you didn't, you did not read his column then, did you? I've been checked out, as you can tell. He was, he was too, <laughs> too busy, busy cleaning out a fridge. He was too busy taking a pumice stone to his heel. <laughs> I think that was, that was a big, uh, no, that's a little bit home huge, chores. No, that, that would actually mean self care, and that's not something I do. So, as you guys know, <sighs> well, we, 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 uh, in spite of every reason you've given us, we love you and we're glad you're back. And, uh, but if you have to go again soon, you know, we don't want to get you. We yeah, don't you need, you need to go accomplish something. If you have the dishwasher to run, you need to go finish an accomplishment. Yeah, there's got to be a lawn that needs thatching somewhere. Uh, no, the so the accomplishment with the dishwasher is, <laughs> oh, unloading, no. is unloading it. 
right? That's the worst part of it. We can all agree on that. Now, if you ever take yes. that little thing on the bottom and pull it off, you yes. can get all the stuff that's caked down there, and that's, that's pretty horrible. That feels, yeah. That's, that's an accomplishment. That's true, too. But I just feel like unloading it is. We're at different energy levels. Because you have to walk. You have to walk. The, you have to bend over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sean's workout for the day. Yeah. <laughs> unloading the dishwasher. <laughs> uh, all right. Kilpatrick, you're our uh, column. I I I don't know <laughs> Try what to, to segue say. into that. You don't know what I, to say. I don't know what to say. Um, which actually gives me a lot in common with the new leadership of the Michigan Republican hey, Party, go. which uh, nice doesn't seem to know what to say or doesn't seem to know when to stop saying things. You may have seen last week that um, that they they put something on social media that said the Democrats basically with their uh, gun reform measures, their gun safety measures. We're essentially the National Socialist Party, which history knows better as the Nazi Party that was rounding up weapons from the Jews in the lead up to the Holocaust. And they put a post up there that included a meme that said they took this before. Before they, they collected that. all these wedding rings. Yeah. So basically. The, it's not a new meme. It's an argument that's yeah. been around for a while. But you seem you feel it means a lot more when it comes from the Republican Party in the in the state? Well, no, this Republican party has rather than recruit new members or, or reinvigorate members who may have felt a little burned out by the last few years. Did somebody say burned out? Um, I, I smelled it. I thought I was having a stroke. It smelled like toast, but, um, but they, uh, they, they put new leadership in about a month and a half ago and their message was, we want to get rid of all the people who aren't true believers. And that's not the way you build a majority, particularly when you're not in the majority. But then last week, they, and there's been some other things that they've done, like they abandoned their headquarters in Lansing, mainly because they don't have enough money to maintain it. And they've moved their headquarters for all intents and purposes to a post office box in Grand Rapids, which is tough to visit. Um but uh, but I guess it's probably budget-wise. And then they said in an email, we're doing all these things and the best is yet to come. Well, what comes next is this, this Holocaust reference that even offended Republicans, particularly Republicans who are Jewish and Republicans who want to see the party have a more, shall we say, um, welcoming countenance. And, and instead of saying, you know, hey, we're sorry, like a lot of people do when they put posts up like that, the Republican Party chairwoman, Christina Caramo, who doesn't do a lot with the media, had a media availability and basically said, no, no, we're not apologizing for this. And the reason why the Republican Party is not in the majority is because we're always apologizing for stuff. And it was the sort of thing that had Republicans speaking out and saying, this is exactly why I'm not going to help these guys and why I would, I'm going to let us sink into the swamp. See, to me, it seems like a, just another troll. Right, it's it's on Twitter. It's another troll, and they almost they got what they wanted because they got a response from the Michigan Democratic Party, who you know said uh, this vile rhetoric has no place in our politics. They must apologize and take down this disgusting tweet. Which the second the other side says that whatever it starts, second the one side says you need to apologize. It's not no one's going to apologize. I feel like they almost got what they want. Well, if, if what they want is to to further alienate people that they need to get to 51%, then yes, mission accomplished. But 
this to me was a, another sign that the leadership of the party doesn't know what it's doing, that it's amateur hour over there. And that's really unfortunate because there's some opportunities for the Republican Party to score points right now. The Democrats are just steamrolling things through the legislature, and they're doing it in a way that they said they never would. And, and what I mean by that is there's this weird thing in Michigan government. It's one of the most sketchy things I've ever seen where if, if the people want to have a referendum, if we're going to have a ballot proposal or something like that, the, the legislature can short-circuit that by basically passing similar legislation, but not the same. Just and that's, really quick before. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's something that the Republicans were doing that is very, 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 very undemocratic. The other thing, and this is what the Democrats are doing now that they said they would never do, is passing legislation and then appropriating money and basically saying, we want to do this policy thing that really has no costs, but we're going to say that it needs a million dollars to implement it, and so we're going to budget a million dollars. Well, when you do that then you can't undo it. You can't have a referendum to, to take it away. And so it fireproofs what you're doing by pretending that it really is a fiscal matter when it's a policy matter. It's a matter of opinion. It's a matter of what you believe in. And they, they sort of bastardize it. And the, the Democrats who said they would never do this, including Governor Whitmer, when uh, when the Republicans were doing this, are now doing it. And to me, if you're the leadership of the Republican Party and you want to score points, you don't start dredging up the Holocaust, which is going to anger almost yeah, everybody. I've never seen anybody win when they do that. Yeah, and you, you what you do is you talk about what the Democrats are doing that even Democrats said they wouldn't do. That's how you score points. That's how you get. Uh, that's how you get a reaction. That's how you mobilize people. But but this leadership of the GOP seems to want to have a purge. They want to get rid of anybody who doesn't believe so fervently in things. And, and it's taking on a very heavy-duty uh, – I mean, it has a very heavy-duty Christian bent to it. And I mean Christian in the sense of very conservative – very, if you're not with us, you're against us, that this is not a political party that has a underlying philosophy of government, that this is a movement, that this is, this is a, uh, almost like a jihad. And, and that's, that ain't the way to a majority. And, and there are a lot of people who believe in our society. Our democracy only works when there is, when there is a, a, there's a, a majority party and, and there's a loyal opposition that could become the majority party. And so you have to be careful not to go too far in any direction. So much talk once she was um, voted in as the head of the Michigan Republican party or the MIGOP is about how oh, they're not going to be able to raise money. Money's going to dry up. They're not getting donations. Is that, is that just where we're at now? You just have to have a ton of money to win an election. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, I mean, doesn't that show how broken it is then right well, then and there? Why are you looking at me, Mike? Because oh, he's trying to get you involved. Because you were talking about doing your expenses. I didn't know if there were any, <laughs> any hefty contributions you're trying to pass off on the company. Too. No, no, no. I lose money. That's how That's how it should be, though. You take one for the team. You take one Said for the no team. one ever. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It sounds like uh, Lamar Jackson. I have a question for you. Were you guys shocked at how, or maybe we're not shocked? This is going to be so not related to the topic. Just no, like, it's sort of it. It's no, sort it's of is just at how quickly Fox turned on DeSantis. 
Have they? He, I, I don't. I didn't know they had. Watch the Fox. I mean, it's all Trump again all of a sudden within the last well, several he's days. He's in the news right now because he put himself back in the news. But, his, but I, I get here's the thing: his talent for oh, for for doing that. It's just Fox was all over DeSantis, right? He's the guy who was polling better, and now the polls have sort of flipped. And Trump's showing, uh, I think, a lot of gains in lot, lots of spaces. So all of a sudden, Trump's all over Fox. Yeah, they they know what their audience wants. But Absolutely. I mean, he, he's making bigger news right now and he had a rally so I'm, I'm not surprised at all and he gave an interview about um with hannity about um the indictment that he thinks is and, coming and, and trash and trash desantis in yeah. that interview yeah uh, no it doesn't with, with it doesn't no pushback whereas governor meatball a few weeks <laughs> meatball ron great nickname <laughs> i still I'm, I'm like the only I mean, person that likes ron de sanctimonious but meatball ron's pretty damn good too <laughs> he's pretty just, fucking funny. He just he's got, to, he does have a talent for connecting I, I hate with people. To laugh because no, you don't. It's, just, it's funny with no pushback. I mean, you know, a few weeks ago they're like, "Hey, lay off Ron," and now they're like, "Say whatever you want about Ron." It's just sort of comical. It's going to be that way um, throughout the whole election. Well, they'll, I, they'll go with where the numbers are going. Of course, right? as we know from the Dominion voting systems lawsuit, what they say on the air is is driven almost exclusively by what they think is going to pacify their audience. And you see Hannity, Ingram, Tucker Carlson, all saying things uh, in public that in their private tweets and texts, all right, private texts, they don't tweet privately, they completely and utterly don't believe in. And, and the executives at Fox are basically saying, oh my God, you know, this guy, this Trump guy, what he's saying is crazy, but we... You know, we're killing ourselves by having our objective news reporters, and there are objective news reporters at Fox Network News, reporting on what's happening. And then our anchors are going on and saying all this crazy conspiracy stuff. And then, you know, I mean. But don't, you, don't you think that kind of exists? Or am I just being very cynical here? Don't you think that exists at places like MSNBC? Oh, I, I think every news organization, particularly now when you can measure things by the minute, knows what moves the needle. And yeah. I think people who are in charge of those stations want more of that. Now, the question is, if you're at the Detroit Free Press and you put something up about Kim Kardashian and it it it, uh, it drove our numbers through the ceiling, does a boss say, okay, tomorrow we need 10 stories on Kardashian? Or do they say, wow, that Kardashian story did really well. What do we got tomorrow? And I think what you see more in broadcast than in print is because they do seem same, to be more numbers-driven, yeah. is, yeah, let's hit that note again. And when, when I was at Channel 4, every day when I would go on at 5 o'clock, before I would go on, it was Inside Edition, and it was always the Anna Nicole Smith trial. Yeah. Every day, there was a story at the end of Inside Edition about Anna Nicole Smith, and on one level, I thought, oh, my God, I don't want to be the next thing people see after this garbage. But on another hand, I said... If they're tuning in to watch this crap, at least they're going to see some real news in a minute. See, I like, so, that, I like that crap. So here's what I would say to your, your question, uh, Mark. Yes. Yeah, about MSNBC. I think all, uh, Mike's right to a degree, and I don't know that pacifying is the right word when we want to use Fox. I think because nobody knows for sure. We have a lot more metrics. We have a lot more studies, and we're able to see in real time what people are engaged with, what they're reading, what they're watching as it happens literally but there's still some guesswork as to what people want and that is what happens every day and so if there's a sense that a subject matter is starting to become more interesting over here and we're coming 
we're while we're covering something over here, then we pivot and we do that or oh, not just daily but hour by hour and I, and I think that's true of every news organization it's just survival at this point right Boy, I, but I, which is why if something works you go back to that well you do, you do no there's no there's no question at, at least this, with entertainment wouldn't you programs. agree mike it's just survival at this point that's how it is in our business no i you know every day we get some report and you can if you have the time and the interest you can go into some gizmo we have to see what's doing well at the website at any one particular time and and our web people will fiddle around with headlines for our stories to see what what has more appeal yeah, they to tweak them they do they do they run tests right. but but when we get our daily report for for readership and and viewership and subscriptions and stuff like that they are looking at what does best but i've been back for a year and i think they were doing this when i was there the last time and i have yet to have somebody say Oh my God, that Q line column you did went gangbusters. Everybody's talking about it. they love it. What else do you have about the Q line? Or what else do you have well, I about would argue subsidies it's more subtle than that though, There's right? Mike? No, no, they I don't even know what they're doing. They have all these metrics and are they just measuring it and then saying, Okay, let's get a coffee? Because there seems to be no plan whatsoever to use these numbers they're compiling to craft That's our not news. That's how report, we do it. I can only speak for sports. Which but- I think is is you know I, I mean but in sports I'm glad not to have somebody say everybody love that do more of that I don't have a conversation I, I almost never have a conversation about a column I'm about to write or a piece or whatever with that's not part of a larger conversation of will somebody read it. I mean, it's really that simple. But but there's two different and, things there. You're trying to write things the, that people will be interested in. That's You're not right, saying but people there, are interested in it. Let me give them more of it. No, there is some of that too. But based on the numbers, I didn't we know you lo- sold out. Based on the numbers, no, Jim Schaefer and I have had this argument for several years now. Based on the numbers we see all the time, you know what's going to be interesting. You know, we I was part of a discussion the other day. You, somebody mentioned before this, maybe it was you, Mark. We were talking about the, the Frozen Four. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is a very good example, and it's I don't want to give. Probably doesn't. Move I don't want to give away proprietary information here, but that's a very good example. You know, should we spend the money and go cover the Frozen Four? Is there? And you know what the conversation was? Will people read it? Is there enough interest sure. to justify the expenditure? You, you know, the those lo- conversations happen in sports. I can't speak for news every day. But you guys also to go and do your job, you don't walk across the street to city hall or to the courthouse. You got to get on a plane and that ain't. Well, no, we can do stuff here too, right? Do we want to go cover the wings at little Caesars against uh, Calgary or do we want to wait until uh, Edmonton's here and we got the, you know, Connor McDavid in town, right? Well, that draw, we, those, that happens locally too. See, to me that that's a little bit different because you do have, We've talked about this before, the separation between reporting and punditry, right? R- reporters and columnists or on TV, the news report, you know, the stand-up reporters that go out and cover a story versus the pundits that sit behind a desk and, and yap about it. But the hockey conversation I, wasn't about a column. It was about just covering it, right? It, it, it didn't well, involve yeah. me. I was just I mean, privy to this conversation. The simple question would be, yeah, you should cover it. Right? You uh, you could possibly have a but national insti- But institutions but is, Are people going to read it? No. That's the problem. Institutions don't, we don't, and Mike will tell you this, we don't have the budgets we used to. We can't just send people all, I mean, when I think back to some of the places I got sent to 20 years ago, you know, this was news side too. I mean, even before sports, it's just, and we had no clue. We thought, oh, that sounds interesting. Let's go do it. And then we had no way to really measure. But we still do that. We got a guy who only writes about the UP. 
Right. That's, 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 that's been, expensive and takes a lot of time. But that but. first started that first started because focus groups, again, I don't want to talk out of school here too much, but focus groups told us how much how well stories did and how much interest there was from that. Now we actually can measure that. And the guy you're talking about, those stories sell a lot of subscriptions when he does them. So that's why he keeps doing them. And if they didn't, there's no way they would spend the money to send him up there. Well, he's a good storyteller too. He just won first place in the Michigan Press Association. But that doesn't matter for feature. Ultimately, writing. that doesn't matter. It may matter to us and our backstage and no. But what I'm saying is, each other. What I'm saying is, when John Carlisle writes about the UP, we're not just feeding people pablum because we know when they see UP, they're going to subscribe. No, he does good it's, stuff. It's, it's high quality content. He but, does uh, good stuff. But if it didn't do well. I doubt they would send him as good as he is. I mean, I, I think I know what would work, and this is just in the world. That's course. just, but back to your MSNBC question. <laughs> but okay, one more. One it more all thing. comes back to what you just said, though. Well, right? no, because I want to, that Frozen 4, um, to me, is an example. Is that a bigger news story as opposed to who the Lions might draft in the fourth round? But I know which one would get more clicks. It would be anything Lions. Or sell like. more subscriptions. Yeah, which the is Lions what it's have, about. But Mike will tell news. you this, even though he comes around to this begrudgingly. The lines have never been hotter. We, we were talking last week, are we actually going to go cover their preseason games in a different way this year? Because there's going to be so much interest. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's I, it's really crazy. It's uh, it's shameful. So you guys to, can feel it, though, right? Can you, as a fan, can you not feel it, for example? I do, but I, I just do not care about mock drafts. I don't care about you're not that hardcore well you're wearing a soccer shirt so I, that's a, a fake, little bit so, of, a fake soccer yeah but you often have real soccer shirts on i no, think we I, feel but this. no make make no mistake about it football is by far and away my first love and i and i love the lines that's my that's but my you don't geek team. out following it like you do soccer you know why because when the draft happens mock drafts don't matter and no game is going to be played between a mock draft and the actual NFL draft. So when the draft happens, the draft happens. I'm not going to, you're right, I'm not going to read a profile about every single college player that might be drafted because it bores me to tears. Yeah, no, I, I think I think there is this energy around the Lions this time of year, every year, because yeah. it's all we have. Well, it used and to be called the Lions Super Bowl. The draft was the Lions No, for Super sure, Bowl. it just feels a little bit different. Uh, what, what do you? I know we're getting away from what we're talking about in the, in the media and the decisions to make and the budgets and all that. Oh, and, and Kilpatrick. And Kilpatrick. Yeah, by the way, my original. Folding your socks. Do you fold your socks? Do you feel like a champion when you No, I don't fold them. Do you ball them up? I do. I do. <laughs> Treat them like a baseball and throw them across no, the room I like fold I do? One, I put one in the other and make a little beautiful little uh, package. Little oh, pre- man, little. I make it into a nice baseball and I chuck it like across the hallway to my daughter and try to but did you guys see what it. I Did you see what I did there? See, that was fun. We were talking about, I don't know, something in Grand Rapids, whatever. And I, <laughs> I, t- I took it out and it went in a whole other beautiful direction. It's not fair. This, this is not why. Fair. They do call you Mr. Excitement. This is why. Yeah, Colin Robinson. When I get a little decaf in me. No, I, I have one more question. This is <laughs> sort of off subject, but kind of related to what we were just talking about. This is, this is why it's it's not fair because you know that man sitting across from me will go in any direction of any topic that you put out there because he has to. It's in his nature. Well, but this is a beautiful thing. This is part of our synergy. If uh, I can oh, use it is? A, if I can use a terrible word, are you going to actually start loving the lines again if they are for no, real? Just say no. Fall? Well, first of all, your premise is faulty. I I never loved the Lions, so there's never this. this That's there's not, not true. You said you were hurt too many times. There's by not rekindling. It. That means there was love. No, the the hurt was where'd that four hours go? So that's not no. I, I I've never 
You know, you know who I did love? I loved Billy Sims. I loved watching Billy Sims. To me, you can take Barry Sanders, amazing. There's no debate about how great he was. But Billy Sims, when he had the ball, was electric because he would, it was like a bowling ball. He would just destroy people. I loved I liked Billy Sims watching too. Billy Sims. But other than that, there hasn't been that much to get excited about for the Lions. <laughs> okay. So you like watching one player, but and then we have two of the greatest, two Hall of Famers in Barry and Calvin. And never, you couldn't never, get excited about Never them. cared about Calvin. Didn't didn't do anything for me. Okay. Your volleyball got Just in the way. Never excited about him. Actually, I was not playing volleyball when Calvin played for the Lions. I had a 20-year layoff, and then I came, like Gila Fleur. Can I ask you one other question? Well, when, you're, when you drive to the volleyball matches and you're in your Riviera, do you fill the trunk full of ice, and do you have a bunch of, like, hams? or And what? do you wear giant white knee pads? Cool. Uh, what 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 no, do you what do you have no. on ice we, in the we play trunk? at the Detroit City Fieldhouse, so it's, what do you a, have it's on a, ice? It's a turf field, so but they have a great Wait, they have a great bar there and a little restaurant. And I, we get a bucket of Strohs. Okay, fine, but if you get your Riviera, don't you want to fill the back up with ice and pop that baby open and see what kind of yard beers are in there? I think that'd be great. A couple Strohs before or after the game is just enough for me that's that's Jay, I, Jay, I, don't, I don't need to fill it with ice jason on facebook i, I don't know how many people know this but jason com, is comparing you to keith ranieri who is vanguard in the nexium cult because he would make his cult members watch him go play volleyball oh, i'm not suggesting Thank you, jason great great comparison i'm not suggesting anybody go see us play volleyball or that i somehow do you have give some, a long boring talk to all of... the women afterwards because that's <laughs> no. what keith ranieri would do do you actually leap i mean do you when you jump to, to try to go for the ball do you leave the ground do you leave this earth i think you're gonna have to come see for yourself <laughs> yeah and then, and then be subjected to a cultish speech afterwards yeah. and then uh then perhaps Kilpatrick? perhaps afterwards you can check with the free press if they'll justify your mileage to the detroit city field house okay now now uh, <laughs> there's uh, tremendous interest in this in this sport okay that was really great fun okay now back to the michigan gop by the way the ace holes advance to the next round will be playing next monday so if you want to Plenty of good seats still available. You're welcome. In listener. fact, every good seat. Why don't you write a story about it? That might get subscriptions. About the Michigan GOP, sure. No, about ML's volleyball team, just like you did with the. We've talked about it before. Didn't you win an award for covering the hockey team during? You know, the, the it's lockout? funny. I met somebody in. Oh, where was we, it? Where here was we it? go. No, no, I've just. I, I, it's I gonna had, be a long story. No, no, it's a quick story. I have to thank Mike because I'm in Columbus. And I sat down courtside for the start of the USC Michigan State. It was first round game, and the guy sitting next to me was ESPN. I'd never met him, and uh, he's we shake each other's Scott hands. And I <laughs> I introduced myself. He does. He said, "Yeah, I remember you wrote a story about a beer league hockey team." And I thought, "Oh wow!" And I was sort of shocked. And I thought because uh, that was 15 years ago at least. And I thought Mike would be would be proud because that was his puppy. Well, thank God you had your notebook. So there you go, Mike. Your influence reaches everywhere. Well, maybe you should listen to him more In the often. most unexpected places. I could be in Istanbul, and uh, somebody's going to mention the rhinos. I'm like, oh, Mike, man. Well, I should tell you, I was at Costco a couple of weeks ago, and a guy came up to me, and he said, hey, we meet again. And last time I'd seen him was at Costco wearing a Solar Detroit t-shirt. Super nice guys with his son. And I was I was getting something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I might have had like a mocha. Or there was something that had to do with energy or something it's like you getting one of those for sean too 
Your legend is it's transcendent. I don't, I don't believe that, but I do. I do. It is true. You were fascinating, but I do uh, so many ways. With I the do exception thought, of perhaps that, today. that's slightly patronizing, but that's okay. We'll we'll uh, we'll accept it. No, he, he no Mark is being a little patronizing. Sh- but I am. But that's okay. I wanted to hear about you cleaning up the refrigerator because it sounds ridiculous. No, it was the disgusting. Joy, Man, that's the all joy you, you had in doing that. No, no, I, it was disgusting. I had to hold my nose. I'm saying, it, I feel this way about writing. Maybe you guys have something that you're you okay at and you feel the same way, but I don't like writing at all. I love having written. And that's how I feel about that refrigerator or anything like that. It was disgusting. I had to hold my nose. It took a couple hours to do it. It needed to be done. I had somebody that just needed a little, it was a little bit stuck. And then you open that thing up a couple of days later, you're back in there and you see that. That's what feels good. That's what you appreciate. We are really eating in my volleyball speech time <laughs> with this refrigerator talk. Let me just ask you this before we move on. Oh, no. Because I thought we'd moved on, but we, we, we Having did. We, written, we, we, just remember that. We were pulled into the vortexing, but do you put a little bleach in water solution when you're scrubbing the inside of that, that fridge? Or do you use like Windex or some sort of spray? I thing? used what was on hand. It was a little pine salt, I think, maybe. A little pine yeah. salt. Yeah. What is this, 1970? What you don't want to do, you don't want to put too much in there that's strong because you're putting food back in there. Just, and you use, the mis- just and- use the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, all right? Oh, Oh, nice. Good tip. But I would thought you were going to ask me if you put a little bleach when you're playing volleyball and you scrape your knees up <laughs> and you're diving for the ball and you, you, you need a little bleach to get the infection out. I thought that's what you were talking about. You know, I, 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 I'm known for playing through the pain. Okay. I wouldn't take the time to put, I don't, I ain't got time to bleach. Is this <laughs> the kind of governor of Minnesota? Is this the said. kind of scintillating waste of time content yeah. uh, folks, that you missed we, last week? We will have a guest next week. I promise you, we will have a guest next week whose fridge is, as far as we know, filthy. And well, we, just, we just don't care. I'm fascinated by <laughs> Jason said the mister clean magic eraser will clean those white knee pads. Or you just tie those onto your knees and use those. Can we just have Jason as a guest next week? I, Jason, is it is that a real Jason Towler? Is he sorry for is he working in the locker rooms? Is he collecting towels? Is this uh, like when you know a guy named Jim Baker? And his no, no, no. I, I didn't mean to talk about anything that's relatable. I just um, <laughs> well, we knew that. Um, Here comes I, Exhibit <laughs> Q. I'm fascinated by. I'm just sorry that you didn't have this last week. This scintillating. No, you did bring something to the table here about how things are chosen, like what stories are chosen, and I wanted your opinion because we all know, like ML said with the Dominion lawsuit, what the Fox personalities thought behind the scenes. I don't think it's an agenda, and I think I don't think there's an agenda for the most part. I think at this point, with so many businesses, it's a matter of survival. I really do, and and that can lead to some decisions that we that turn us off we would disagree with that uh maybe you do think everybody's agenda, trying to make a buck it's it's i but that makes it sound like a little bit greed and i don't think you mean it like that i mean I, to me it's just self-preservation i mean look at the landscape out there and how many people are getting laid off or, or how many the texas observer just closed it's a long time kind of institutional magazine in texas kind of a left-leaning and the people there are now putting up a gofundme they want to raise money i mean this is this is where we're at that we i'll have. maintain that you know, these organizations can do that and be a little clickbaited because that money will then, you know, prop up the real reporting, be it Fox or MSNBC. And how long are we going to have two newspapers in this town? I know that's probably, I, it's amazing that there are two. That's probably a different, that's probably a different show that, uh, uh, you know, that's a very involved talk of, but topic, but how long are we going to have two papers here? You know? I, I'm just hoping this goes away. I don't want to, I don't want to put in a log on the fire. 
<laughs> I think they, they, they stay together, they go together. That's how it's going to be. I hope so. Oh, man, <laughs> the geeks have inherited the earth. Did I do that? What a dork. Does him wanting to play with us again mean that he's turning into a geek? Or we're turning into cool guys? <laughs> Well, before we get to our geek of the week, say, in all fairness Uh-oh. to myself, I was trying Uh-oh. to I was trying to hit something else, and I hit them. And then after I hit it, I'm like, oh, I guess we can't move along. I was trying to hit. No, we can move along. I'm sorry. Look, you, you want to get back to Kilpatrick? <laughs> so, Kwame Kilpatrick, <laughs> who probably has less authority on the topic of family values than any man smiling. alive. I love it when Mike's smiling when he's talking. <laughs> and you can read about this in my latest uh, uh, self-preservation column at the Detroit Free Press. It was very surprising to see his name pop up in this column as yeah. I was reading it. They and I found out it. about Shocking. it because people were sending me this tweet that, that a local Detroit activist said, can you believe that the, the American Family Foundation, I can't remember exactly what their name is, is ask Kwame Kilpatrick to come and speak at this social conservatives convention in South Carolina. It's the supposed to be the biggest socially conservative convention. In other words, if you are a Republican, you're probably not conservative enough for these guys. This is the the conservative of the conservatives. And they had a long list of speakers, and right in the middle of them was Kwame Kilpatrick, and it didn't say what he was going to speak about, but I just happened to note, as many people before me noted, that uh, this is not the guy to speak about family values. And as so it's the Family Policy Alliance Foundation, right? Is what it's called. And Betsy DeVos, and you mentioned uh, former Michigan House Speaker Craig DeRoche was speaking, and then Kwame they Kilpatrick. were among the speakers. Yeah, yes. And and these guys are like way right. So and do you think this opens the door to him to maybe run again as a Republican? Well, it certainly makes me wonder what's he being paid for that, and if he's being paid for his appearance, is that something where we could get some restitution there? But no, I think he's recasting himself. Remember, Donald Trump was a pro-choice, anti-gun, liberal Democrat, and it got him nowhere except an invitation to, oh no, I guess he invited the Clintons to his wedding, whatever. Well, no, because of the whole nouveau riche factor, right? I mean, he, he wasn't, at least in New York City. He wanted to be part of the older guard, and he felt like they didn't take him seriously and all of his new well, money. And I think it was just New York is a Democratic city, so he was a Democrat. No, I no, think I understand that, but, like but he wanted to fit in with the with the established crowd there in a way. He's, he's sort of talked about that over the years a little bit. And, um, and well, he felt, used to promote himself. He I mean, did, but he, he called reporters and pretend he was. He his felt own left out a little bit, so he had no problem turning around and sticking to those people. That that's my point. Oh sure, well that, I'm sure that's that's true, mm-hmm. but but uh, but he really found great success by flipping and becoming the antithesis of everything he'd ever been. And to Mark's point, I think that's maybe where Kilpatrick's going because he can he can go up there. And I saw Frank Turner, the former anchorman, gave oh, yeah, this speech or uh, this sermon, I should say, at a, at a church where he talked about just how awful he was and all the terrible things he did. And he said, you know, and I did cocaine, but I didn't just do cocaine. I was an anchorman. I did the finest cocaine. And people were on their feet cheering. It was moving. It was mesmerizing. And it always a pivot point to say, but I found the Lord and now I'm a righteous man. And I don't know if Frank's still on that path or not. But um, Well, in ministry. But, a lot but of- for Kilpatrick, you have to have your testimony, right? Have you all ever done cocaine? No. Not knowingly. That's what I like to say. Because I don't know if I did. Shit. Not knowing. Well, that's oh. not. So maybe you smoke a little something. And ah, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> that's what I look like you did back in the day. 
Oh, damn. I don't, how do we get on this topic? Um, That's how you stay thin. Was all smoking wood. Yeah. Okay. So, no, I haven't right. then. Nice. Um, but but if, if you're in the ministry, a lot of people that are religious are conservative by nature, right? That that is where I mean more religious people are, are the, to that to that side. So if he's doing ministry, why wouldn't he run again? And why wouldn't he run to, as a Republican? I could totally see Kilpatrick doing that. Well, he couldn't run for state office in Michigan for another fifteen or twenty years, but he could run in Georgia. Wherever That's what I mean. He, wherever he is living, sure. quote unquote. Sure. Well, that surprise would not surprise me one bit. Um, no, I, I mean, say that he's on the righteous path. That that yeah, might work. Yeah, if people come up to him and say, "Hey, we really like what you said. We want to get behind you," um, and here's some money, but he's not going to do it. Where he says, "I think I'll do this. I wonder if I can raise some money." Oh, it's going to no. be, yeah. "Where's the money?" And he's going to he's going to tack to that because his dad always thought he should be a preacher, and he's like, "No, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that." And now, I think it's all that's left to him. Before you get to the geek of the week, I, I, I do have a question. It just pops uh, up. How much my... can David Hall or Luke Nowacki help you with your future? Or that what's would, going on at the Cadu Cafe? That would, that would Those be are great, great, but questions. I, your name just popped up right in front of me, and it says ML with no periods. How do you determine oh, when to put the periods in? Pardon me? How do you determine when to put the periods in and when not? I mean, I, I'd like to put a fine point on it right now and just pull a fire alarm. But okay. uh, I, I, uh, I think it's grammatical, right? You, you I was just curious. You put a period and then you put it. If you want to be more casual, you leave them out. Uh, I, th if you're thinking about Facebook, I think that's strictly because to have multiple profiles, you have to have them differentiated. So if you want to follow the show or any of my work at the free press, you go to ML, no periods, Elric at Facebook. And that's. But Sean, gotcha. Stott, you're talking about the graphic underneath them, which I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think just, Joe did it that way because aesthetically it looks better. That was an executive decision made by our executive producer. Because it looks video. better. It, it it does. It doesn't look it quite as better. important, but it does look better. Doesn't look quite as good as that fridge with that that after all that fucking elbow grease. If that's what Jason's on fire today, he just wanted to point out that not having periods leaves more room on the volleyball jersey. That's right. If, if <laughs> Jason also told us that Jason. he's free next week, if he wants, if we want to have him in as a guest, I kind of want to. I don't know why. That's, uh, that's why to. Manny Sanguian, when he was with the Pirates, wasn't M period Sanguian. It was just Sanguian. Well, I think that or, David or Hall doesn't put any periods. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, David Hall does not put periods. You know what he does? He gets money back in your pockets. Period. I'm, try I'm trying yeah, to make some kind of segue. Yeah, let's get to David Hall and Luke. They've been waiting a long time for us to tell people about how they can help us with their fridge. Your it's, fridge. It's or, easier never. Just, it's easier than you ever. You don't need to, to clean it out. Buy a new one, and that's where the, you'll get the help. Exactly. Well, where are you going to get the money? Maybe you could get well, it from your own house. Yeah. Or if maybe you're going to be moving into a new house. Or sell the generator you just bought you don't need. <laughs> Housing general? inventory is on the rise. You can get ahead of all the competition before spring and summer home buying season really kicks in. It's easier than ever to get into your new home with Hall Financial's exclusive Buy Smart program, giving you up to $2,500 towards your down payment. You can get pre-approved the same day with the most credible pre-approval in the industry. That's the Hall Financial five-star certified pre-approval. Honestly, if you're having a lot of trouble, like getting your finances under control and you have debt, like credit card debt and you want to consolidate or refinance and get equity out, there's a lot of stuff that Hall Financial can do. Um, and so if you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your current home, or like I just said, maybe consolidate, call Hall Financial first, 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. We know a lot of people over there that work over there. It's, it's a good group of people. 
That's right. If you want to find a link to their website, you can go to our website, which is mlsoulofdetroit.com. Another good person is uh, Luke Nowacki, Pinnacle Wealth. Luke's Mr. Got a Worldwide. Whole, he, <laughs> he's got a whole team that can help you um, project your goals. Like right now, what is the market going to do? do? Is it going to collapse? Should I just put it in someplace no one knows. safe? Do I, my money is an SVB or wasn't SVB. Do I have it? I mean, all these financial questions, you got to have a good financial advisor. That's why we recommend our good friend Luke Nowacki. Uh, give him a call. He can give you a free consultation, 248-663-4748. And when you call Luke at Pinnacle Wealth Strategies, he will make it all about you, sweetheart. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member FINRAS.TC. Royal Alliance Associates Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Oh man, the geeks have inherited the earth. Did I do that? What a dork. Does him wanting to play with us again mean that he's turning into a geek or we're turning into cool guys? Speaking of people who are not really, uh, who really shouldn't be advising you on money, Luke is someone who should, but there are a lot of people out there who may give you financial advice and you're like, I really wish I had called Luke. And you really should because Lindsay Lohan, Jake Paul, Neo, Soldier Boy, (laughs) Lil Yachty, Austin Mahone, Akon, or of course, who wouldn't know more about finances than a store, a star of pornographic films like Kendra Lust? Local girl. Really? So I've heard. So I've heard. Oh. Is that when you were doing cocaine? Hmm? No. Cocaine? I've never done it. I don't know why you say it like you that. You said maybe you have and you just didn't know. Not it. knowingly. Did Kendra, did Kendra dose you? What was it? What, you, what was it? What do you call it? A snow cap? What, what's it called? Uh-huh. When you roll a joint and sprinkle a little cocaine on the top. What is snow something? Saturday night at the Windsor household. I don't know. That's, that's why you're I mean, so it, down. You're itchy. That's why he's in the yard. Yeah, you're tweaking. Is that what? That's why he's in the yard. off the white horse. Tying back his arbor Is that what happened to you? Just struck I mean, is that how somebody slipped in? Yeah, Sean went in the backyard for some snow. You accidentally just, what, smoked smoked some out of a pipe. When he talked about the big snowfall that's what he was talking about yeah it's like yeah there's a lot of snow out there it's, there's a lot of snow in here yeah, anybody remember david thompson <laughs> with the nuggets yeah i'll show you some snow uh okay um anyway uh we're gonna get back to mark's story with kendra lost in a minute i have no story of kendra i could be totally wrong sorry go ahead was it crank what huh Kendra Lust? I'm yeah. sure she, I'm sure no, she calls it cranking. She's familiar with the, uh, the okay. device. Anyway, they were pitching uh, Bitcoin, a uh, uh, cryptocurrency, and now the Securities and Exchange Commission is charging and cracking down on them for Ill- illegally touting uh, TRX and or BTT, which are a couple of these cryptocurrencies out there, without disclosing they were compensated for doing so or disclosing the amount of their compensation. So for telling you what you should do, despite many of their own personal problems and bad decisions, they still were required to say, hey, I'm a paid endorser, and they didn't. And so, big stars for trying to tell us that uh, you know what's best. I guess actually anybody who listened to them and took their advice, you're our Geek of the Week. And you can die 
If you're talking about great music, you're talking about the Cadu Cafe, where there's live music almost every night of the week, and as the weather gets warmer, that music is going to be moving outdoors. But right now, here's what you can find at the Cadu Cafe. Monday, open jam. Wednesday, karaoke. It's Blue Thursdays at the Cadu Cafe. Friday, this Friday, the Sillies and the Brian Jones clones are going to be there. Saturday, Powderfinger. I think that's a Neil Young tribute. On Sunday, it's the uh, it's the Fun Day Jam, Eric Goebel's Sunday Fun Day Jam, and they have a full menu being served until midnight, ten o'clock on Sundays. But till midnight, you can get all the great food on the Cadu Cafe while enjoying the great vibes, the great tunes, and if you want to do a little feather bowling, there's only one place to go. That's the Cadu Cafe. To find out more, go to caducafe.com. That's C-A-D-I-E-U-X Cafe, one word, Cadu Cafe. Com. So we've been talking for a while about playing, uh, uh, getting on a little bit of a theme run here with popular music that samples or basically rips off new wave tunes. And so we're going to start off this week with a, a, a song. A guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Mr. Worldwide, it's Pitbull with Christina Aguilera doing Feel the Moment. Listen closely and let me know if you can pick out the new wave tune. That, that Mr. Worldwide kind of purloined. I call it life. Oh, he One day while the light is glowing, I'll be in my castle golden. But until the gates are open, I just want to feel this moment. Oh, I just want to feel this moment. From the tallest building in Tokyo Long way from them hallways Filled with souls and OJs They count it always Real fat all day Now baby we can party Oh baby we can party She read books Especially about red rooms and tie-ups I got a hook Cause she see me in a suit with a red tie tied up It's nice to meet you But time is money Only difference is I own it Now let's stop time and enjoy this moment For the moment, make sense, don't it? <laughs> now make 
dollars, I mean billions. I'm a genius, I mean brilliance. The streets is what schooled them and made them slicker than slick with the ruler. I've lost a lot and learned a lot, but I'm still undefeated like Sula. I'm far from cheap. I break down companies with all my peeps. Baby, we can travel the world and I can give you and all you can see. Tam is money, only difference is I own it. Like a stopwatch, let's stop time and enjoy this moment, darling. One day, while my light is glowing, I'll be in my castle golden. But until the gates are open, I just wanna feel this moment. Oh, I just wanna feel this moment. What is it like to feel this moment? I wish we could just talk, uh, instead of talking about this, whatever we just listened to, talk about what we were just talking about. Well, I think about. people heard that on the way back, something you were mumbling. That would be more interesting. Oh, cheetah. <laughs> but, but, we were uh, talking fastest about... Fastest animal and uh, land animal in the world, right? I'll fill us in before ML um, talks about the song, but um, Kendra Lust is an adult star from... This area. This is Solar Detroit so Research was, Department. This is how quickly we get to the. I was facts. getting educated off the air here, so thank you. And then it uh, devolved into um, talk about strip clubs. So, <laughs> part of the backstory is Mark found out she was going to college and needed to change sure. things, and then uh, and then she realized, well, with a name like Kendra Lust, I should probably <laughs> not be studying finance. <laughs> she was she was in nursing. <sighs> Oh, nursing. But she oh. got into the adult industry late in her life. So that's kind of a success story, right? And maybe the SEC should take that into account when they... I don't think it. they care about that. No, it's like that. leaving accounting to open a restaurant when you're 45. There you go. Same thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> did it involve nudity? Did, that might be different. No, just a late in life switch. You know, some some success, yeah, as Mark fine, pointed fine out. I'm with yeah. it. I have no problem with it. As Mark with a C pointed out. I yeah. do think in the pornographic film business, people tend to get out of it as they get older. That's not. Yeah, that's, that's not why I am. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the population in general, as a society, maybe we're just maturing. No, I we're not so. objectifying in quite the same way. Who knows? I think there's some website we need to check with Brandon on that. He's our uh, yeah. Red Shovel Network uh, porn archivist, but uh, porn archivist. Yeah, he's uh, he's devoted years of study. Um, the dirty, dirty guru. Uh, you know, I, I don't try not to judge. I'm not like you, Sean. No, I'm not judging. I'm just, you know. You, you yeah. go to somebody's house, you say, your fridge is filthy. I need to clean it. You know, I mean, don't ever come to my house. I don't need that kind of screw. If you are struggling a little bit and can't open the drapes, the blinds, I guess, whatever we're calling them these days, and they you, need, you need, need a little something, you need me to come get your Riviera and take it and do the car wash and wash it down, I, I'm happy to do that. I will take you up on that once uh once it's time for a wax, which is not leading us back to any other earlier topics. Um, so this month and beyond, we'd love to have you send us your suggestions for pop tunes that when you listen to me, like, wait a minute, I know I've heard this before. And it turns out. And it there's was a reason I haven't heard it in a while. Yeah. So 
So Sean, who always wants us to get away from new wave music, we have gotten away from new wave music. Still not happy, but we maybe it's because we snuck a little new wave in there. Mark, you know what? What did you hear in there? What what new wave? Uh, take stand? on me, right? Take uh-huh. on me by Aha, mm-hmm. uh-huh, right? It's it's such timeless music that no lesser a light than Pitbull, Mister Worldwide. And Christina Aguilera saw fit to include that. I like in that. Yeah. Movie. How many people do you think uh, have writing credits on that song? I don't know. Fifteen. Nine. Does Nine. Does Mr. Worldwide have a writing credit on that? Um. Oh boy, I got to figure out what Pitbull's real name is first. Yeah, I was wondering. With uh, yes, he does. He does. Okay, good. So does Aguilera, and so oh, do really? the so do the three guys from Aha. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, of course. Yeah, because that's their sample. Those would be the. Uh, Look at the money think, those guys made from that Danish. song. Danish. Oh my God! Yeah, and one of the greatest videos of all time too. The Aha that. video. Yeah. Oh, with the sketch uh... yeah, where he comes to life at the end. Yeah. I, I was at a flea market in Paris, and I saw one of those of motorcycle helmets that looks like uh, like half a ping pong ball with the goggles on. And I thought. I would love to buy that because that would be the coolest motorcycle helmet ever. I love that you're trying to get a deal in Paris. That's but, cool. But I thought that it would be one of those things that. How'd you get over there, by the way? Safe on a raft. I swam. <coughs> I took I took the Contiki. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I just paddled. Okay. You know, it's a long story. Can I tell you about it? Yeah, go ahead. No, no I think we used to ball our time on the refrigerator <laughs> stuff. So, uh, but we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Um, this may be another reason why we're not getting much feedback because people are just they've they've actually lapsed into a coma. <sighs> it's unfortunate. Hopefully someone will, will rouse them. But please send us your suggestions to mlsolvedetroit at gmail.com and send us your feedback. And if you want to send us some money, that's a little more complicated, but not much more complicated. Mark, how do people give us some dough? com. little donate button there. Take it to your um, PayPal. Yeah, and soon, soon we will be adding so I've heard. a Venmo Allegedly. Option. Perhaps even before... Next week. This week we have one donor. It will surprise no one. It is Bryant, who is one of the pillars of this show. He is a rock. He is the foundation. He is what the kids today would call the man. Yeah. A sugar daddy. And then, and if 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 he was a modern man, he'd be Portugal the man. Oh boy. Was, Whatever happened to those guys? That was it's bad. A, that was a bad bad show. Um, no feedback this week. Kind of heartbreaking. You mean from last week? Or from, from nothing uh, lingering. Nobody misses you, Sean. Yeah. So there was no feedback in the week that I was gone? Well, I know you listen to the show, so you know the answer to that yourself. You probably with all that time traveling and nothing. So are you blaming happened. me because there's no feedback because I wasn't here no, last I'm, week? I'm sorry, I'm, you, you're the one who tried to make it about you. I'm just merely mentioning that we didn't have any feedback. I'm so. sorry. I'm sorry. Well, hopefully so, next week we will now that I'm here. We encourage you to send us an email at mlsolvedetroit at gmail.com. You can rate us and leave a comment we'd love to share that with people or you can give us a call at 313-288 what is it I can't remember is it 906 I don't know nobody calls crazy no one knows sad and hurtful unless there's like 10,000 voice unless there's 10,000 voicemails on there and we just haven't downloaded them damn it well we'll get to that eventually but next week we have a great guest coming I promise Jason (laughs) Jason oh no, J- well, first we'll see how Jason does at the volleyball game on Monday. He said he's going to bring orange slices and juice boxes. So if he does that on Monday, maybe we'll let him come on the show. And he can tell some stories about age-defying excellence, uh, just uh, a heart as big as a lion's, uh, not as fast as a cheetah, but uh, 
but pretty quick. And, you know, I think when Sean said cheetah, he thought I was going to bring it back to Kilpatrick, who's one of the most prolific cheetahs around. But I wouldn't do that because I think that's, that topic has been played out. Also, next week, <laughs> next week we may be introducing some new music by Max Prokop, who wrote this wonderful music bed to celebrate our 200th episode. So please be with us for number 200. Sean, what's going on with Carlos and Sean? I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't know. <laughs> no, we'll talk about the Lions and free agency and uh, all, all the stuff that people care about. You How about really, that? You don't really know. What kind of shape is his microwave in? Does it need a scrubbing? It- if it did, I would do it if he needed it. That's, just, that's just how we do it. You know, that was one of uh, Kendra Lust's first films. <laughs> I've seen that. Scrub. Scrubbing the microwave. Scrubbing the microwave. Vin- it Vinnie Johnson. Uh, <laughs> before uh, before he became an entrepreneur. Nice. That was nice. good. That was good. So, yeah, that was, yeah, nice. <laughs> all right. In, in, the, in the spirit of George Costanza, if we're going to go out, we should probably go out. On a high note. On a high note. So until next week, thanks for listening. And Cyrus, take us out. Can you dig that? Can you dig that? What you're doing is irresponsible. Podcasting actually means something to this town. You don't think I see that every day out there on the streets? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I think that's what it's all about. Embracing change. Same thing! Being brave. Your decision to bench Sean Windsor was a masterstroke. I don't think we're allowed to talk like that at work anymore. You got no fear of the other dog.